0: There have been more than 200 cases of spontaneous human combustion reported around the world. These mysterious stories recount people bursting into flames with no apparent explanation as to why. First-hand accounts of these happenings date back to at least 1641. Thomas Bartholin, a Danish doctor and mathematician, wrote of such a case in a book describing the demise of an Italian knight named Polonus Borstius, The young knight, in the company of his parents in Milan, burped fire and died after drinking three glasses of strong wine.
1: And the stories continue even today, of human beings becoming engulfed in flames. A recent case in 2015 in Germany found a woman in her 40s sitting quietly on a bus bench when suddenly she burst into flames. A passerby witnessed the event and was able to extinguish the fire by beating the flames with his jacket. Science often dismisses this strange phenomenon as a natural occurrence, and even cites it as being the result of excessive drinking near a fireplace or an open flame. But what about the cases where no reasonable explanation can be found? Thank you for joining us for today's installment of the Supernatural Tendencies podcast. I'm Alex.
0: And I'm Christy.
1: And this is Episode 8, Spontaneous Human Combustion.
0: was 1938, and Miss Mabel Andrews and her fiancé were throwing a party that included close family and friends. The crowd was shocked to see a mysterious flame burst from Miss Andrews as she stood at the top of her staircase. Another case in the same year found a woman on a boating excursion in Norfolk Broads reduced to char after she also mysteriously burst into flames.
1: One of the most famous cases of spontaneous human combustion happened to a 67-year-old Mary Resser in her home in July of 1951. The disturbing photos were front-page news and showed a pile of ash with the remains of what appeared to be Miss Resser's left foot. At the time, her death was explained away as being the result of a lit cigarette having ignited Mrs. Resser's clothes after she'd fallen asleep in her living room chair. But tests determined that the temperature of the fire would not have been hot enough to reduce her bones to mere ashes.
0: On November 6, 1964, Helen Conway spontaneously burst into flames and died while babysitting her grandchildren in her Pennsylvania home. When the fire department investigated the scene, they found only the lower half of Miss Conway's body remaining. Her legs, feet, and toes were completely covered in blisters. Another well-known case involves 92-year-old retired Dr. John Irving Bentley. The now-famous photos show his lower leg and slippered foot surrounded by a pile of ash next to his toilet in his Pennsylvania home. The disturbing photo has become a testament for believers and supporters of the spontaneous combustion theory.
1: With the stories continuing into the nineteen seventies and eighties, it seems humans aren't the only ones that can fall victim to this mysterious phenomenon. In 1987, in Greater London, a cat named Peppy suddenly burst into flames in front of residents in the nursing home where the cat lived. While it's held in popular scientific belief that humans cannot simply erupt into flames for no reason, a few theories have arose to explain away these strange occurrences. The first is that since most of the cases involved the elderly, Lit candles or careless cigarette smoking are often the first reason given as a potential source. Victims have also been accused of being alcoholics who got too close to an open source of fire, such as a fireplace or stove, thus resulting in their unfortunate demise.
0: However, neither of these explanations can dismiss a good many of the reported cases, such as in the case of Helen Conway, who neither drank nor smoked, as well as the story of poor Peppy the Cat who we are assuming also did not partake in cigarettes or booze. So what else could possibly explain the source of these human fires? The human body is composed mostly of water, which in turn makes it difficult to burn. Some scientists have proposed that due to the fact that we store fat in our bodies, this fat could act as a fuel source. A person's hair or even their clothing could possibly act as a wick igniting a naturally occurring fire. This is known as the Wick Effect.
1: Paranormal investigator Larry Arnold of the Paris Science International Organization made an unsuccessful attempt at proving this theory using a ham bone wrapped in clothing and lighting it on fire. A similar attempt, however, by the BBC show QED in 1998 using a dead pig wrapped in a blanket, burned for several hours and did not ignite its surroundings in the meantime giving way to establishing the wick theory as the most probable cause of human spontaneous combustion.
0: But British author and biologist Brian Ford isn't so sure. He explains that a process called ketosis is most likely to blame. Acetone occurs naturally in the human body in small traces. However, due to alcoholism, and even in people who have ill health and disease, this flammable substance may become elevated thus requiring only a spark from a nearby source, such as a cigarette, to set off the blaze. Ford conducted experiments using detailed scale models of humans, comprised of pig flesh, that he had soaked in acetone. The result was that of a bomb effect. To quote Ford, In science, we tend to dismiss any new idea of which we have no personal understanding. A great many new theories have been ridiculed, when they later turned out to be correct.
1: A few cases have been reported where the victim miraculously did not perish from their experience, such as Frank Baker, a Vietnam veteran, who claimed that in 1985, he spontaneously caught fire while sitting on his couch watching TV. And while Ford's theory of acetone being the cause of these mysterious human fires, a case of December of 2010, Made headline news for listing spontaneous human combustion as a 76 year old man's cause of death.
0: In Galway, Ireland, Michael Faherty was found severely burned and lying on his back. Although Mr. Faherty's head was near an open fireplace, forensic investigators concluded that it was unrelated to his death. Dr. Cyrin McLaughlin, attending coroner on the case, ruled Mr. Faherty's sudden death as spontaneous human combustion, in a landmark ruling, saying, quote, This fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion, for which there is no adequate explanation.
1: So what are your thoughts on the cause of spontaneous human combustion? Do you buy the explanation of the Wick theory or ketosis as being the culprits? Or do you think this one gets filed into the unexplained, at least for now? Be sure to leave us a voice message at the end of this show, or hop on over to our Facebook or Instagram page and leave us a comment with your thoughts. We'd love to hear what you think about these strange cases. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Do you remember that song from yeah, movie seen, Jaws? I was singing it the other day. Show me the way to go home.
1: I'm tired and I want to go to bed.
0: I love that song.
1: Are we allowed to sing that song on here? I don't know. Well, we just did.
0: What's the song from Jaws? I don't know who to properly give credit Is it a folk for. song? Um, or is
1: it so, did somebody record it?
0: Actually, wait, it's from, is that Lou Monty? Really? I think, yeah. Huh. I think.
1: I just know it from Jaws.
0: Yeah, but I think I actually looked it up one time, and it was...
1: We're going to have to look up the uh, copyright rules on us singing a song. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God it's not a Taylor Swift song. It was
0: not our song. (laughs) We have no rights to this song. We just don't know who sings it. We're so sorry.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we'll have to check on it.
0: (laughs) Oopsie. Okay, so today's show... Spontaneous human combustion. Oh, it's exciting! I love to talk about spontaneous human combustion. Can you know say, that.
1: Can I say as a side note that you love everything that we do? I well, think three episodes in, in a row now. No, because the ho- the hodag. I was dag, gonna I say I, I, did, I did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. two of them you've loved. Regardless, that's the why we're doing this. The teeth
0: and the hodag just kept cracking oh, me up. Yeah. Like I just couldn't.
1: Hey, can I point it's out? Like, look
0: at the teeth.
1: Can I point out real quick too, as a second side note, that I did put the links up. Did you put those up? No, I gave them to you. you, you. Said-
0: Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Oh. Whatever. Oh. Okay. So I will so so, post So to the those.
1: entirety of the listenership right now, I did links for every single show when she gave me a bunch of crap for not doing it. What do you
0: want? A cookie? Yeah. Like, I do. Actually, I'm going to go in. I have to do that. I will probably get to that tomorrow. But So by the time this podcast airs, it will definitely be done. All of them? But yeah. I'm going to go into um the descriptions okay. and post... Uh, of to all the podcasts because okay, I, I I gave you the I entire list. I said I'm gonna do it.
1: Right, so you guys heard Leave it.
0: Leave me alone.
1: Go back two episodes to Hodag, I believe it was. Is it three episodes by now? Regardless, go back to it and check. She gave me a bunch of crap in the discussion.
0: We're about to have an assault. Well, I'm regardless, get an assault charge. Today. Regardless, That's what's gonna happen?
1: The listeners now have the links to everything we were talking about. I believe so. So yes, we love spontaneous human combustion. And when she, when you had originally brought up the idea of doing spontaneous human combustion. The only thing I can think of uh, right offhand, and I kind of downplay it by saying the only thing I can think of, but it's a big part of my childhood was getting those, and we kind of talked about this before we started recording, they go to the library and you get the big books, so the big book of The Unexplained, the volume 64. Is that actually
0: the name of it? The Big Book of the Unexplained. Probably, that would be a really cool name for, if I ever write a book, I'm going to title it The Big Book of the Unexplained.
1: The Unexplained for Dummies.
0: On Amazon.
1: Okay. Uh, I remember getting those as a kid and bringing them home and they have like everything in there. Like they have a section on, of course, Bigfoot. They had Loch Ness Monster and then have the, like the little things like uh ball lightning. And then they would always have a spontaneous human combustion section. Well, you have to, it's yep.
0: like a prerequisite for yep, and, unexplained.
1: And every single picture of those just scared me. Well, Yeah. To- just all get out,
0: and then then you then you start worrying, like you know, if you're outside Every in the day. sun and you just get a little warm, and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna spontaneously human combust. There
1: was a section of my life where I lived in total fear that I was just gonna burst in the flames. I remember. Yep, and then I and then the Terminator was the second Terminator, where she was banging on the chain link fence, where the bomb went off. Oh yeah, and then everybody like melted and yeah! burst in the flames. That that's what I thought I was gonna do. It just <laughs> right in <into> the flames. <laughs> I'm just burning, and then. I got yelled at for needing to be quiet while being on fire, or something like that. Was my worst nightmare.
0: Did you have to spontaneously combust right here? Really? You wait until now to do it?
1: I just swept.
0: Just now, you're swept. getting
1: Your your body ashes everywhere. Go take a nap. Ugh. So, uh, we just covered a few cases today in the narrative, but we wanted to go over um, um, a co- just a couple other ones, and not uh, they're not in depth or anything. But there were there are like we said over two hundred um reported, reported cases.
0: cases. Yes.
1: Um and it is a reoccurring thing whether or not it gets uh do you call it diagnosis? Does it get diagnosed? What is that? Um ruled upon Ruled, yeah. Right? Yeah. By the coroner or whatever. Yeah. This is blah blah. It's, right? Yeah. It's diagnosed. Screw it. It's diagnosed as spontaneous so I'm sorry <laughs> sir you have been diagnosed with spontaneous human combustion.
0: Oh god no.
1: Yeah. So uh so right here I have a couple here again in 1986 uh 58 year old uh George Mott he was a firefighter yeah ironically enough he was a Another firefighter firefighter At crown point new york all all that was left of him was a leg a shrunken skull and a piece of his rib cage we move on to uh february i believe that same year a uh, 65 year old danny van zant um and he was in um sequoia county oklahoma
0: Oklahoma, where the wind goes. Oh,
1: mm, um, but this one, the, this one was suspected of being suspected, it. yeah, because the medical examiner said that he had possibly died of a heart attack before the cigarette that he was smoking oh, ignited pos- his clothing. Could have
0: possibly ignited him. So that
1: one being kind of on the on the fence, you know.
0: But, but. when you say human spontaneous, you know, combustion, the first, I don't know about you, but like the first thing that comes to my mind is the whole Mary. I don't know if it's Reeser or Russer. I've heard it pronounced both ways. But it's those Mary Resser photos. Yeah. Um, so when you think of it like that's the first thing. And also, um, the case of the man in Ireland. Yeah, the Galway. Yeah. So you think of those two photos, you know, we've we've heard about those. Mm-hmm. But you you haven't heard of, you know, for example, poor Peppy the cat. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of a cat spontaneously combusting?
1: Nope, let alone Peppy
0: poor peppy mm-hmm. that's awful like what can you imagine yeah
1: just a puff ball of fire like
0: poof. like i picture wow. national lampoon's vacation kind where the cat yeah. you know chews on the christmas lights yeah oh you know, does it leave that outline in the carpet yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i wonder if that like no i wonder what yeah
1: all right so you no know, that's true that's very true um of course how can a cat spontaneously humanly combust
0: well okay yeah touche so, yeah
1: but anyway, yeah, no, that's just semantics, just beings of of life bursting into flames, yeah, usually as a natural, so doesn't appear doesn't appear to be anyway, but um i think uh, I think one of the things that. I guess I would want to specify is that when we speak of human sponta- uh, spontaneous human combustion rather it's not just somebody that bursts into flames and dies of a fire of an unknown origin it's also contingent on it burns so intensely that a portion usually a large portion of their body is completely rendered Un- to, yeah. rendered to ash while some parts of them are what? like fine right exactly Um, and and then the outlying areas the entire the entire surrounding area is fine like they'll be in a chair and like the the immediate upholstery that they were sitting on would be burnt and gone or whatever you know with them but then like the frame of the chair will be fine yeah uh the couch next to them will be fine the house is totally intact there's nothing else wrong besides the fact that the the majority of the person is rendered to ash and even not even the whole person possibly their foot or their arm or something would be completely normal looking and just now severed via fire. Exactly. Correct? Yes. So that's one of the talking points. Uh, one of the points of debate, really, when we're talking about this is, like I said, just not the fact that someone burst into flames, which is odd, but also the, the intensity of it, and then what's left, the aftermath of it.
0: I want to talk to, I, I didn't include this in um, with this episode, um, but I it was a, a couple months ago. I had read this case, this account um, and I, for the life of me, I looked back and I could not remember the couple's name that gave that. It was on, it was a YouTube video um, talking about it. They were giving an interview, but so I couldn't include it in because I couldn't find it. Yeah. But uh, the man, they were the, they were a middle-aged couple, um, like in their fifties or whatever. And they were, I can't remember it out to dinner. They were somewhere out in public. And the man like, his leg just started billowing smoke. Really? You know, yeah. And so they were like, what the heck is going on? You know? So that's what they ended up doing, was beating it with, um, I don't know, whatever. They had a jacket or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they extinguished it. And they were both like, you know, what the heck just, what was that? And then a few minutes later, like, it started up again. Um. So the man didn't wow. act. Yeah. The man didn't actually catch on fire. But, uh, you know, when you have an area of your body that is billowing smoke for no reason you know that's kind of alarming
1: yeah no that's and those are the those are the cases that set apart the the majority of of the topic that we're talking about okay um we did kind of uh allude to the the commonalities between a lot of them uh and i'm I'm on wikipedia now we can kind of go over those again because there are some um you know, again, commonalities between most of them. One of which being, victims are usually chronic alcoholics. Yes. Uh, two, they're usually elderly females. Three, the body is not burned spontaneously, but light a lighted substance has come into contact with it. Um, the uh, the hands and feet usually fall off. Uh, the fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in uh, in contact with the body, like yeah. we had talked about the surrounding area. And the combustion of the body has left a residue of greasy and, and fetid ashes with a very offensive odor. Uh, so when you when you look at all the cases together, these these are the common things uh, that are seen. But then also, like you just said, there are a few of them where these are not the cases yeah. at all. OK, um, they, they are. I think the one they were out in public and the one man burst into flames was that the Galway one uh no, no the the woman no. in her 40s where where she was on a, a park bench yeah and, and a some, passerby yeah, yeah there were the actually fire
0: um one of the passersby extinguished the flames but there were numerous witnesses that said she was just sitting there yeah and all of a sudden she caught on fire but from what i had read they were also um investigating it as a suicide it's as a attempted suicide even so, though
1: the there were witnesses saying that there was nothing. Yeah,
0: Well, you know, maybe they didn't want to chalk it up to spontaneous human combustion. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. seems kind of a
1: stretch still though. Yeah. I mean, when you have numerous witnesses, there were no witnesses or very little witnesses and. Yeah. She wasn't of any high standing or didn't have a name for herself. Correct.
0: No. That we know of. Just a regular. Yeah. Person. Hmm, Interesting. You know, but if she was, if it would have been an attempted suicide, um, you know, let's say she doused herself in gasoline and lit a match and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, again, the witnesses would have seen this. There would have been absolutely no doubt of how she went about doing this. Yeah. So um, that tends to make me sway more toward they just don't want to admit that it was or, you know, give that ruling that, okay, this was a actual case of spontaneous human combustion.
1: Yeah. And uh, I wanted to go a little bit more into the Wick effect as well, because we mentioned that. Um, again going from uh, Wikipedia because I think it does have a, a pretty good um, description of it, albeit kind of long, um, still want to go kind of go through it. Um, it says that the wick effect hypothesis suggests that the small that a small external flame source such as a burning cigarette charges the clothing off of a victim at a location, splitting the skin and releasing subcutaneous fat, which in turn absorbs into the burned clothing acting as a wick. Um, the combustion can continue for as long as the fuel is available. So, essentially, the fat is acting as the fuel.
0: The more fat you have, the longer you'll burn, in essence.
1: Yep, but this is also under the impression that there is an outside source. So, with those other cases we were talking about where it just kind of burst into flames uh, and other people saw that happen, uh, then this could still apply as in the fat as being the fuel source. So, in theory, any fire that you could be exposed to would have this. Yeah. But then the wick effect wouldn't necessarily explain those ones that, that just kind of, poof, here's flames. Um,
0: And I know in in like the case of Mary Russer, um, she was I mean, she wasn't a, you know, huge woman, but she wasn't a small woman either. Yeah. So, you know, but in these other cases, we don't we don't know, Okay, how large was this person or, you know, anything like that. But, you know, I think like we were saying how some of these cases are not a part of the norm you know Mm -hmm. like the case of helen conway um she was babysitting her grandkids and she just bursts into flames and you know she was neither a drinker nor a smoker Mm -hmm. so yeah and uh yeah so she was sitting in i was trying to think i was like well barring her standing next to a, a stove or something like that um but then i remembered she wasn't she was sitting in um her chair, yeah, like a living room recliner, or whatever, yeah, so again, not near any source of a, an open flame didn't drink, not an alcoholic and didn't smoke mm-hmm. so what case do we have here yeah,
1: you know yeah, to add on to add on the end of that with the wick effect as well bas- basically, the idea is that the fire itself is kind of only really fueled by the the subcutaneous fat in the body. So the reason why the feet and hands would kind of still re- remain okay would be because the percentage of the fat in the yes. feet and hands is not as much as in the rest of the body. So a lot of times, apparently, when the feet are missing, or the, I'm sorry, the hands are missing, is because they were kind of resting on the person's abdomen when they were on yeah. fire. So essentially, that fire is kind of contained to wherever the fat would be, you know, geographically located on wherever the, on body, the body is. So therefore, when when the fire would burn the fat out and were to hit to uh, it would hit the Chair upholstery, for example, it wouldn't burn because that's the, not the kind of fuel that's that's burning.
0: Yeah. Well, also it burns that uh, uh, something that goes along with the wick theory is that these these types of fires burn from the inside out. Mm. So by the time it gets to the outside, it just kind of oh, okay. You know, fizzles out or whatever yeah. you want to say.
1: Yeah, it's already kind of at the end of its life anyway. Yeah, it it's used kind
0: of- up all the fuel and. Mm-hmm. You know. And it,
1: it kind of specifies here that this could take up, like, like a few hours.
0: It could. That's, yeah.
1: So, is this kind of like a sleeping thing? Like, are you sleeping and you're burning? How would you not notice a burning inside of you?
0: Well, no, no. Well, like, in the case, like I was just saying, with Helen Conway, she was awake. She was babysitting her grandkids.
1: No, I'm saying in the cases where it does take hours to do.
0: Um, I, You know, I don't know. I don't know. it would be interesting. Yeah.
1: To know that, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, besides the Wick theory, uh, have you ever heard of this, uh, the MCAS
0: I't no, I have not heard of this.
1: Uh, it's called uh let me look it up here uh the um, where is it uh there it is uh mast cell activation syndrome, uh, apparently put out by researcher Lawrence uh, Afrin. Dr. Afrin actually has witnessed this um in a few cases. One was in a report of a man, right uh, who just started s- just smoking okay now the idea behind it um oh by the way, a bunch of people saw this happen Witnessed so it wasn't it yeah witness there were witnesses to it so apparently what happens is with these mast cells um do not ask me to go into that because i don't know what the mast cells are uh but the mast cells um can spontaneously like release um over 200 i think it was inflammatory molecules uh known as mediators um including um nor- norepinephrine yeah did i get that right yeah norepinephrine okay now apparently when um This happens and large amounts of the norepinephrine is released. um, It could turn into like a protein, I think it is. Um, Hold on, let me look it up here. Uh, It could turn on a regulatory protein called UCP-1. Um, And apparently um, this causes some type of oxidation and it will actually create heat. Um, He's actually found that uh, it could generate heat in excess of 90 degrees Celsius. So it's, uh, it's almost like a chemical reaction with, with, an, with these mass cells, yeah. mass releasing this norepinephrine in, in like an oxidation process, creating heat. And then what they've seen in the, from the witnesses of smoke and flames. I'm not, I'm not sure if he's actually seen flames, uh, but um, at least smoke and then, and then the excessive heat. So it's a possibility that this could be an explanation as well.
0: But, but didn't you just say um, 90 degrees? Celsius. Celsius. What is that in Fahrenheit? We will look it up. We will look it up. Well, because I think regardless, um, you know, in these cases, they've talked about how you have to have a crazy amount of heat for it to disintegrate bone. And so that's my question. Is that in Fahrenheit going to be an excessive amount of heat that could...
1: Looking it up, it's only like 194 deg- degrees that's not, Fahrenheit. Again,
0: that is not hot enough to... But,
1: but the theory's there. It's, yeah. just, it's just the theory. Yeah. So if 194 degrees Fahrenheit could start creating the smoke...
0: You can get a good smoke going, but you ain't going to burst into flame.
1: No, but p- depending on how that... and Maybe maybe it's even... Maybe you've seen... Uh, I cannot speak today. Maybe even if it's in conjunction with the, uh, with the whole fat burning thing... Are you laughing
0: at me? I, I just I just got this visual of you know those um like uh, temperature things like you pointed at your grill yeah. and it'll tell you how hot <laughs> the yeah. was somebody actually standing back while this man is smoking which
1: Hey well, there. Bill. To- <laughs> we got a problem here, buddy.
0: He's up to 90 degrees. Yeah, we got a problem, we got a, oh,
1: oh. He set a record, okay? <laughs> yep. Um,
0: oh, my God.
1: Someone may want to help him. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, who's going to hold the temperature thing? Get, honestly.
0: Get the hose. Just get the, get the hose. <laughs> it's terrible. You're laughing Sorry. at this case I'm, study. It's not funny. It's really not <laughs> funny. <laughs> Sorry.
1: You're laughing really hard for it being not funny.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on here.
1: All right. What else you got?
0: Uh. So what do you think about this? Uh. Excuse, no, I was thinking he was a doctor. This author, British author and biologist, Brian Ford, with his whole uh, ketosis and acetone theory.
1: Can you really explain it for me?
0: Well, he, um, through the process of ketosis, which I don't know a lot about ketosis. It's something to do with diabetes, I do believe. Okay. Um, And he says that uh, because acetone occurs naturally in the body in small traces, that when people um are either alcoholics or they are they have ill health or disease which i'm guessing is diabetes mm-hmm. um that this acetone um can be then be found in larger quantities in the human body mm. and that you know again they get near a open fire source a mm-hmm. cigarette or whatever and kaboom
1: yeah so, my I guess my question would be like with with the acetone deposit. First off, how much of an acetone deposit would you need to to really go up? Yeah, you know, uh, and then of course, how close to the flame would you need to be to go up? And is your skin like thin enough well, for the flame to catch the acetone in there?
0: I don't. It, and it said that he conducted these experiments where he um, made these life size human. Um, models and yeah. used pig flesh that he had soaked in acetone mm-hmm. and that okay it you know had the desired effect that he was that he was looking for but okay so but he had in order to make that work he had to take this pig flesh and soak it yeah in acetone
1: yeah are you saying that these people are like sweating acetone that's
0: what i'm saying okay you know i don't think that's a um like that just doesn't sound right to me the the human body is not you could take in, a
1: gasoline bath and almost feel well find the same yeah thing.
0: you know and get that same t- effect mm-hmm. but yeah the human body is not going to be soaked in acetone mm-hmm. so i to me personally i would kind of rule that one out mm.
1: that just so you don't think there's enough acetone that could be co- I compiled don't. on the body i, I do not no
0: it doesn't say. and if it were if it were due to alcoholism or ill health or disease I and, and and the whole acetone ketosis thing. Mm-hmm. I would think that we we would have seen a lot more than two hundred cases mm-hmm. of this happening, especially there with are, the rise of diabetes. Exactly, and, like and, and and throughout how many different countries and now, it, all that.
1: Now, is there a direct correlation between diabetes and acetone production or retention in the body?
0: Um, I, I don't know about for acetone, but I know ketosis is a a part of um. Having diabetes,
1: yeah, but I guess I guess I guess I'm not understanding the the connection then between the three. If the ketosis is, is uh, has to do with diabetes and then vice versa, how does acetone come into play with either ketosis or diabetes?
0: Um, because it's it's found acetone is found naturally in the body, but in people who have, um, I guess it, it says due to alcoholism or diabetes or just bad health in general,
1: it exacerbates the amount of acetone in someone's system.
0: Yes, and okay. then uh puts them into ketosis which i've never heard of other than for people that have uh diabetes hmm. you know apart from the alcoholism yeah you know just for people that have diabetes yeah. and that that is the reason according to mr ford that this could it's just a theory but hmm. um to me, that, that, that theory just doesn't hold water.
1: It seems, it's, the experiment itself just seemed kind of excessive. The
0: experiment, and then, like I said, with diabetes being wor- a worldwide epidemic, mm-hmm. um, one of the, you know, I'm sure one of the leading causes of, of death, yeah. um, you would, we would see a lot more than just 200 cases mm-hmm. of this happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to go out of my way to not be logical with this with this episode, I would guess, how many times have... Uh, Ha- has the possibility of spontaneous human combustion occurred under the circumstances where it rightfully could have been something else and then it was ruled something else and not what could it have been see what i'm saying well
0: yeah i was wondering too i thought about like a house fire or mm-hmm. yeah not a house fire but you know something like that happening yeah and then them coming in to investigate and saying oh well it was just due to a fault faulty outlet or something like that because
1: maybe their chair was next to the outlet, the outlet,
0: you know. So you yeah. would probably likely assume, oh, well, it had something, you know, because you probably wouldn't, yeah, automatically think, oh, well, this could be spontaneous combustion.
1: I feel like I'm reaching a little bit, like in the opposite direction, and it's making me uncomfortable. But yes,
0: but, <laughs> however,
1: this is for me. It's one of those things that it's it's kind of a um, kind of an old story, yeah that that has persisted yeah so it's it's kind of like uh, I, I like it and I wanna believe in it, just if not purely for nostalgic reasons, yeah, so
0: it was spontaneous yeah. human combustion, damn it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you say otherwise, I'm gonna split your lip
1: yep yeah, i don't I don't care if that the arsonist poured the whole thing of la, you know, la, kerosene la, la, la. I know yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know there are a few cases with with almost every with every theory with every um story oddity thing you have you have at least a couple stories if there are a lot at least a couple of them that are odd which keep the whole thing going yeah you know what I mean like even if you have one or two they're like hmm, that is interesting that is that sounds a little peculiar that suddenly all the other ones that sound vaguely like it that do kind of have an explanation automatically get lumped see told you but but. Regardless, I don't want to – I don't want okay, so not believe it anymore because I love, I love the story.
0: I just want to know here, since you had this awfully traumatic childhood experience of worrying about bursting into flames, yeah. what would you do right now if smoke just started billowing from you? What would you do?
1: Oh, it didn't – well, it was it was traumatic during the childhood. I've just yeah, grown yeah. out of it, so I'm not really traumatized by it now. But what
0: would you do, like right now? What would be the first thing that you would do if you saw smoke billowing?
1: Um thinking uh preemptively thinking and then hopefully retrospectively thinking if i happen to survive it i would be more worried about what you would do in actually filming it for me oh what i would do you can
0: bet i wouldn't be like the last what we were talking about in our uh, the
1: last episode the last
0: episode about why no one grabs a cell i would grab my cell phone so fast (laughs) and it would be on youtube like that we
1: are surrounded by screens solidly of which 75 percent of them have cameras on it if it doesn't get recorded i'm gonna be angry
0: but I'm a little disappointed with you right now. Why? Because I'm, I'm disappointed that your first, that your initial reaction would not be to jump in the shower. Why? Because I kept thinking about with, the, with, with all these cases, like the lady who was babysitting her grandkids and she burst into flame. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's terrible. You know, what would I do if the grandkids were here and I suddenly burst into flames? And I thought, yeah. well, I'd run to the damn shower. That's well, what I would do first of all.
1: But the problem with that is, is like if it is, really is like a, like, a fa- like a fat-fueled fire... Do you pour water on like a fire in your kitchen?
0: What? But then we would know.
1: Yeah, but then we'd b- burn the whole house down if I jumped in the shower and sprayed fire everywhere, well, then right? You,
0: then I'd grab the salt. Isn't that what you do for a grease fire? <laughs> a you throw salt on it. Is
1: it salt or is it flour?
0: And my mom always threw salt. Salt.
1: I don't know. See, I shouldn't cook just because I don't know that information. We had a friend who actually who burned his whole trailer down. Oh my god! Yeah. Yep. He uh. He
0: didn't grab the salt at the flour. He, well, he
1: wasn't thinking. He was. He was. He was. You know, cooking or whatever, and he went over to check something else. And he can't. He happened to look back over, and he goes, "Oh no! You know, that's it's. There's a fire now." And his just automatic first reaction when you see a fire, not thinking, is to dump it in the sink and pour water on it. while while oh. was a grease fire, and literally poof. Yeah. And, and the trailer wasn't around long after that. It caught his curtains up and everything, and it was. Oh, that'd gone. be
0: terrible.
1: Yep. It's. 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 You have to dike. If it's a. It, a situation like that where it's very hectic and, and fast moving, you gotta remember the, the whole cla- the classification of fires. I mean, if you have a fire happening that's a grease fire, don't please don't put water on it. Do
0: not put water on it.
1: Yep, but it's it's understandable when it happens. I mean you can't think ill of someone when something oh, happens no, and you gotta no. act, you know, off the cuff about it. And if you
0: Instinct. hopefully
1: you remember, yeah. You just think fire, water, let's get it out and dump that sucker right in the sink and poof. So he doesn't have a trailer anymore. Aww. <laughs> You have anything else on this one
0: um no i think that uh, pretty much covers it yeah, yeah. i kind of
1: now it makes me want to go back and look through all those books because i don't have any of those books anymore that has like the the compilation of weird things i got like the weird uh the weird u.s i think i have weird ohio yep right down there was a weird weird u.s and then i have weird arizona i think I'll have to go back and see if I have any more of those compilation books that has spontaneous human combustion. Because to me, what would be most interesting to see is, uh, like, especially if it was, like, pre-1980s, like, what the explanation, what the stories would say about it. Oh, yeah. As opposed to now when there's been at least some research regarding it. Yeah. That would be the most interesting is just yeah. go back and retrospectively see what they thought about it.
0: They need to update the yeah. big book of the unexplained.
1: should. We need, uh, I really sure like
0: that title, the big book of the unexplained.
1: I feel like it's probably taken, man. Come on now.
0: That's depressing.
1: You have to come up with another, another tag. The super
0: big book of the
1: unexplained. <laughs> we're doing, the magnificently super big <laughs> book. Like we're going to keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, although, um, we would still want to hear, like we said at the end of the narrative, we want to hear what you guys think about this. If you guys leave us a voicemail, get on over to our Facebook uh, group or anything like that and uh, give us your opinion of it.
0: I think we'll post a poll on our facebook page too i
1: don't know how to do that
0: don't worry i'll do it okay um
1: i gave the links remember
0: yeah well we'll post a poll on our facebook page um asking for what theory do you think possibly explains it or do you think it stays in the realm of unexplained
1: or if you think it's just flat out bullpucky
0: yeah either way go vote <laughs> on works. the poll <laughs> Go to works. the Facebook page, hit like and follow and vote on the poll. We'll
1: try to get that we'll try to get that poll up sometime this week and then and then we'll check the results of it. So Alright, is that uh is that all you got then for sure? That's a wrap. Sounds good. We'd like to say thank you one more time for hopping on board with us this week. If you have any comments, questions, critiques, or suggestions for new topics, please send us an email at supernatural tendencies podcast at gmail.com. We also encourage you to get over our Facebook page at Supernatural Tendencies Podcast. And go ahead and just smash that like button if you would. We are also available on Instagram if that's more to your liking. Please pass us around to your friends as well, where they can find us on Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast platforms.
0: And remember, if you're having any type of paranormal activity or extraterrestrial contact, I offer private coaching online, via Skype or Facebook Messenger, to assist you with those issues. Feel free to visit me at christyjohnsonsadler.com for contact information.
1: Till next time, this is Ben Alex and Christy. See you later.